0: Well, good day, and welcome to the Light Reading Podcast. I'm Jeff Baumgartner, a senior editor at Light Reading.
1: Hi, I'm uh, Jeff Weber, CEO of Zone TV, and Jeff, looking forward to a great conversation.
0: Great. No, it's good to have you on the podcast. Uh, you know, Glad to have you as our guest today. It's been a little while since, since we've uh, been able to connect. You know, we've, we've obviously go back quite a bit, so it's uh, great to have you here. Um, Let's
1: not talk about how far it goes back. Let's right, get this- right, right,
0: right. <laughs> yeah, we, we won't put any, like, round numbers on it. We'll just... No, no. Yeah. So, Appreciate that. Just to, you know, uh, keep things there. But, um, right. you know, I thought, you know, just to kind of kick things off and uh, give everybody their bearings uh, that maybe aren't totally familiar with Zone TV, but uh, sure. just give us an update on you know, the status and the focus of the business, Um, you know, uh, you've been generally focused on the, the fast sector, uh, you know, the free ad supported television arena, but it would be good to kind of get an update on, on the company. It's been a little while.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. So, you know, the company uh, is actually, uh, just over 20 years old. um, And so a long history and there's really two primary pieces to the to the company now. Uh, the longest you know running piece of the business is our interactive experiences. That's a product line we call Engage. That actually started, if you're familiar, all the way back with Santa Tracker um, on, on the UVerse days and uh, on Bell Canada. That's that was a interactive experience that consumers could come to on their on their pay TV service. We evolved that and created essentially a framework so we can bring any types of content in, Jeff. And so what started out as just Santa Tracker, we've now run. Game of Thrones uh, experience for the final season of that, for the launch of Space Jam, we've done HBO Max, we're out there right now with House of Dragon. And so it's it's really this merchandising and promotion platform and engine, and we can drive interest, whether it's a holiday date, whether it's a season premiere, a movie, et cetera. And uh, we've, we've had enormous success with those over the years, driving hundreds of millions of minutes of use. And so that continues to really uh, grow and be a great uh, product for us and for our content and operator partners. So that's one half of the business. Right. Uh, to your point, Our ad-supported streaming service, called Zonify, is our newer product suite. Um, We've been out there um, really focused initially on short-form content, so we would use our curation tools to put together stories from uh, disparate libraries that we'll license. So this isn't user-generated, it's professional content, and we can use our curation tools to tell stories. That's been good. But what is clear and no surprise in the marketplace is consumers want longer form shows, streaming channels and movies.
0: So when you're talking short form, sorry, when you're talking short form. What's kind of the parameter on that real quick?
1: So, you know, four to 12 minutes, somewhere in there. Um, and we'll, we've we got 60,000 assets under license uh, okay. that fit that format. And we can take, so if we want to talk about cryptocurrency and tell a story around that, we can take an asset from this library and that library, use our machine learning to help um, the the zoner program that story uh, and put that together using our tools in a a really efficient way
0: so it'll just stitch Um, it together
1: yeah interesting uh, it stitches it together it'll suggest depending upon what the programmer wants using our Uh machine learning we enhance the metadata on that um, content so we can really use the AI to do, to do work for us. That's pretty valuable. And then of course, human editorial override is always important when you're doing that.
0: Right. And so but, but long form is what consumers want, so that is that like a new area you're uh, looking into? Yep. It
1: is. With the raise, uh, the, the investment we just um, announced uh, last week, uh, a big piece of that is we're bringing long form content in both movies, TV shows, as well as streaming channels, um, and really broadening the type of content that's available. So we'll continue with the short form that, that is absolutely uh, something customers like, but we wanted to add movies, TV shows, et cetera. And so that's where we're going and it's pretty exciting. Let's,
0: yeah. Let's yeah. dig into that a little bit. Right. Yeah. Cause you, you mentioned the recent news, um, with 22.5 million, right, to to help mm-hmm. drive growth and Block Communications is on board as a partner, and um, yes. uh, so they they tie into the the cable and media world. You know, they got Buckeye and is it Max South, broadband. So they have some operators attached to Block Communications. So some people might not know Block by name, uh, probably in the industry they know about them. But um, what was the importance about um, uh, getting Block on board and kind of having? uh you know having them involved uh yeah. with zone TV. In a, yep.
1: Very important and and already proven to be a, a terrific partner. And the importance in a couple of ways. One, obviously they provided money, which was important <laughs> to us. Uh and yeah. I don't want to under yeah. understate yeah. the importance of that. Let's,
0: let's make sure of that. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes.
1: But but equally important, seriously equally as important is their view of the importance of the streaming space. Um, they really liked what we're doing, our vision, and uh, have been, have said, and have been nothing but supportive of helping us uh, uh, go there. And so, you know, they uh, we've had a couple of block representatives join our board. In addition, uh, at the same time, Dave Shaw, who Jeff, you know, mm-hmm. from his. Days and CEO of Weather and, and uh, TiVo, TiVo Experian, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. most recently Polly. He's joined our board as well. Yeah. And so, with the addition of those players to our existing board, I mean, it's really helped us step up and provide guidance and vision that is really useful to myself as the CEO and Doug Edwards, uh, the founder of the business. It's just been a great uh, partnership. Um, and, and we're feeling very good about working with them and, and how we move the business forward.
0: Okay. And as you move it forward, right, you had mentioned uh, one uh, reason for the funding is to help you uh, with long-form content. So uh, with uh, you intend to, uh, well, talk a little bit about your plan there. I mean, I, I imagine it's licensing. You're probably, are you know, going to do, you know, originals, I mean that's super expensive, <laughs> but yeah. uh uh you know, it maybe give us a feel for um uh how you sure. intend to kind of put that money into play and and uh, help out in that in that area.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think in some ways it's fairly straightforward and what you would expect. we okay. are out there actively doing uh Rev share deals with studios for movies, T V shows, and streaming channels. So Where we can, uh, we're not interested in signing up for big MGs. We're not interested in creating originals and, you know, trying to create a studio to rival Netflix and and others. So this this, this is very much about um, building a product, which is, you know, our history and what we're really good at, that is a better product. Easier, cleaner, all of those kinds of things. But also, breadth of content is very important for us as we think about how we're going to compete. So, what we just talked about, Jeff having movies, having short form, having TV, having streaming channels, um, you know, putting our machine learning to work and personalization to work in, in different ways. Um, we'll have some announcements as we get a little closer to relaunch on some other things that are pretty interesting and in how we differentiate, but, but mm-hmm. we really feel yeah. good that we're going to have a unique experience.
0: Right. Well, that, that's one thing I did want to dig into and, and uh, not sure how much specifics you, you can uh, paint yeah. around it, but uh, you know, when we kind of look at the, uh, the fast arena in particular, uh, I don't think there's ever been as many players or that part of the industry Mm -hmm. has been as competitive as it is today. And, and you've got, you know, a wide range of players, including a lot that have, uh, attached to major media companies. Right. And so in order to, uh, compete and differentiate, um, you know, in that market is uh, I imagine going to be a challenge for, for anybody. So uh, from your side, I think you, you did, you did talk about some, some, some details about how you're going to do it, but are there other ways that you can kind of differentiate? Are you going to lean maybe harder into the, the interactive side and kind of how it maybe counteracts or uh, cross pollinates with, with the long form stuff you're doing?
1: Yeah. So there's, there's a number of ways that I think, where we have advantages. I hit on some of them, breadth of content at the, at the core of that. Um, and I would say we will have interactive content in our uh, streaming or ad supported streaming offering, Zonify. Um, but a couple other things. Um, we've been out there, as we talked about, Jeff, with the short form content, and our distribution is actually quite good, even though. Prior to this uh, funding round, we're not haven't been doing much in the way of marketing. That obviously will change as mm-hmm. we relaunch the Zonify 2.0 service. Um, but that distribution—Roku, uh, TiVo, Android, iOS—all of that is out there. But we also have MVPD pay TV distribution. So. In Canada, Rogers and Shaw, Shaw, um, Comcast, you know, in the state. So we have TV operators that are carrying our service, and that'll be a significant advantage for us as we relaunch, because, as you know, that can be difficult distribution to attain. We already have a lot of that. We work with those partners from our history, so they trust us. We know how to operate yeah. on set tops, and that yeah, you've I been
0: think, yeah. yeah, you've been in there for for quite a bit, yeah, yeah. Uh, on the That's pay exactly TV side, right. yeah, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and you're on the you have uh, also also kind of are in that direct to consumer arena as well, yes. right? I mean, you you can still support that, but is the most uh, most of your uh viewership or engagement on on the pay TV side, or you know, do you see uh you know get a little bit of contribution on the DTC end
1: yeah so today there is more on the pay TV side and you know it just makes makes sense sense. Yeah. it's a smaller (laughs) environment easier to find all of those kinds of things so that's where we see such an advantage is we can build our brand uh, brand, we can build usage um, in a world where uh, you know it's not as cluttered if you will while we still have distribution on Roku and TiVo and, you know, a number of the connected devices that, uh, and smart TV devices that you would anticipate. And so those, those work together. I, my history, as you know, is the pay TV side of the world. And while nobody is questioning the issues in that space, right, um, that doesn't mean it's going away tomorrow. And we continue to believe there are a lot of consumers that watch a lot of TV in that world and ignoring that world doesn't make sense. And so we'll take advantage of that while we build on you know more traditional connected devices and, and we can just let that naturally play out from our perspective
0: okay and i wanted to back up a little bit too because you talked about the uh two sides of the business um you know the interactive side and it was good to get the update that you you know i, I remember the santa tracker <laughs> yeah. stuff early on <laughs> and, and how on yeah. uh, next one suddenly yeah. it just like appeared you know it was like hiding yeah. in the open all of a sudden um yeah. it sounds like you've done yeah a lot more and uh, i do recall some stuff going around games at the game of thrones and um Yes, house of dragons and so forth. Uh, but when you look at those two sides of the business, um, are they, uh, pretty even in terms of revenue source or is there one piece of the business that's kind of the, uh, the main driver right now?
1: Yeah. So the, the interactive side of our business, which is where, mm-hmm. uh, Santa and game of Thrones, uh, again, our, that product line we call engage is yeah. absolutely larger today. Okay. Um, I think the upside opportunity on Zonify is probably greater, but today um, the, the traditional side of our business. The good news for us is we're not in this position where the traditional side is shrinking and we need to grow the new side to compensate. The traditional side is growing also, which is a fantastic place to be. And we see Enormous opportunity over there. And and you'll hear more from us as we go through over the next several months. So we really are growing both sides. But Zonify, the ad supported streaming, don't have to explain to you what's going on in, in that market today has enormous upside. Uh, you know, yeah. well, we're it's I,
0: exploding over there. It's it exploding feels exploding like, yeah. and,
1: and yeah. doesn't feel like it's slowing down. And we don't have to take a, a very big piece of all of that to have a really significant business there.
0: Okay. Yeah. I wanted to concentrate a little bit on engage, right? Because I think mm-hmm. in the, uh, you know, what we've seen, yeah, you, it, it's, I don't know if it's like, like an interactive like walled garden you know is kind of how i've seen some of it you know it's like the self-contained thing yeah it's kind of like hey here's an environment um around game of thrones and you can play games you can get video assets you can do you know uh, a lot of different things within it right so um where do you go from here like interactivity was part of the funding so are you yeah. looking at like interactive ads or, you know, how, where, where does it go from here? You know, because we go back to like, remember the early, early days of ITV. It used to be kind of a, uh, you know, uh, kind of a running joke, but, you know, it's, 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 you know, a thing now, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> especially with IP yeah. connectivity is, has opened it up in the app environment and so forth. We don't need to get into right. all that, but, you know, where, where do you kind of see it going yeah. from here? So
1: you, you will not hear us. Talking about selling Jennifer Aniston sweater, you know that was kind of. Are the, you sure? The, 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 I mean, it seems like the yeah.
0: technology can actually support it now. You know, <laughs> you, can, you, can Q, can. you can put a QR code up there, and you are you know, take them, and you're That's,
1: good. You're know? right. I yeah. just, I just can't mention those words yeah. specifically. Yeah, I'll I think
0: you're right. It does, it does like uh, make people's eyes twitch, or you know, it you know uh, all of it, yeah, right? exactly. People will uh, remember being in the foxhole, and yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But your, your question is is a great one, chef So here's how we think about it, and it's so funny to think it started as Santa Tracker, but what we view the Engage platform as is just a merchandising and promotion engine. And the content that we feed it with is obviously different. So the look and feel for what is now referred to as Holiday Countdown and House of Dragon, those don't feel the same to consumers, we really hope. Mm -hmm. Um, But The the, the bits underneath are very similar and, you know, holiday theme trailers uh, and, uh, you know, background or initial episode um, on House of Dragon. It's a lot of the same capability and character development is the same capability as Naughty or Nice. So it's really you feed this merchandising and promotion engine and you can um, you can promote. The final season of House of Dragon, um, you know, if it's uh, if it's a movie, you can you can sell PVOD, you can sell VOD underneath it for the operators. To the point, you can absolutely put QR codes in there, whether that's advertising sponsor. And they're selling, you know, merchandise off of that. So it has become a much richer experience. But And what we've proven is with decent content in there, consumers come back three, four, five times over a six or eight week run. We'll get... 30 to 60 minutes of use out of a household. So this there's hmm. deep engagement on this. And they're playing games and they're watching films and they're looking at QR and they're downloading that. So it's proven itself. We have metrics, as you can imagine, that are pretty deep that say this is a great way. If you want if you got a new release, this is a great way instead of running one more ad or one more billboard. Here's a way to really engage those customers whether they're power users and this is the third movie in a series or they're brand new and you just want to introduce them. It's a it's a very powerful way to drive interest in a show release, etc. Yeah. I'm very well, yeah. excited.
0: Yeah, one thing yeah. I'm kind of curious about, I want to talk a little bit about the um, the business models for, for you, uh-huh. for Zone TV, right? So on yeah. the fast side, yeah, it's, it's advertising. You know, right. it's pretty, pretty straightforward. <laughs> uh, we get that one. Um, now for Engage, um, with interactivity and, and, you know, creating these environments and, and so forth, you talked about engagement. Um, what mm-hmm. is the business model then for engagement? Is it more of a like a contract to, to, uh, to put that together versus like, or maybe ads ad revenue would kind of tie in, but, uh, yeah, how, how, how does that work?
1: Yeah. So, so the way it has worked historically and it's evolving a little bit, but it's been fairly simple. It's a licensing deal. We'll license you, you know, fill, uh, House of Dragon, Game of Thrones, whatever the case may be. Uh, operator can pay for that, or the studio can pay for that. In some cases, we've seen a mix, right, where they work together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it's a it is a turnkey solution. We can just put it together. You had us the content, we put it together, and we can launch it relatively quickly. So that's been straightforward. What's evolving is now we, uh, you know, if you have a new movie release and you want to drive sponsorship, uh, you know, we can use those characters in our games because we own the IP on the game engines. So it's all ours. So we can really do some interesting things or you want to bring in a sponsor you know, for holiday countdown. You want to, you know, Mattel wants to sponsor. We can put their characters into the games and, and create really deep, embedded, mm-hmm. engaging sponsorship advertising opportunities, the QR codes we talked about so we can drive you into e Um So the model is broadening. Um, you know, we've even seen an example or two where an operator will license um, an experience for us and they'll use marcom dollars to pay for that with a, with a content partner that they have. Oh, I so see. I they're being see. very creative and there's yeah. lots of, it, it is just so much more interesting, a, a much more interesting way to drive advertising and sponsorship than just another 30 second spot that we're starting to see mm-hmm. real creativity. So we're yeah. now starting to reach out to studios and networks directly to bring them in um, well, and kind of continue this.
0: Well, I imagine that's a really interesting vehicle um, yes. for some of these folks because of the uh, the sheer mm-hmm. volume of uh, content out there, whether it's, you know, yes. from traditional pay TV or an SVOD. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of different ways that uh, um, a service or a, or a network will want to promote a show. And it's like it's I think it's becoming harder and harder to. Uh, you know, break through the the clutter Uh, no. in, in some ways. And, and, you know, this is kind of a way to, to um, spotlight your content in a different way or a new series. Right. right? So the, at your point, yeah, I can see how that would excite marketing people. Yep.
1: Yeah. If you're, if you're, uh, you know, the, a perfect example, we're not talking to, to, so I'll just use this as an example, as a generic example, but if you have a new movie coming out and it's, you know, uh, Bond, where there's a lot of Bonds out there, right? So this is a great way to promote the newest Bond movie. Um, You can do character development. You could show iconic clips from other movies, you know, so you're bringing consumers in. you, You can even sell advanced tickets right from there if you want to, but you're certainly promoting the new release. At the same time, you're driving VOD rentals on existing Bond mm. movies, so the operator carrying it is driving revenue, as well as having mm. a, a ton of usage on that Bond movie. If they've got sponsors, we can embed that sponsor, or even on even like an years. ad,
0: even like an uh, ad-supported VOD asset, you can still that's direct exactly them there. Right. And it's a view. I mean, that's that's where something. That's exactly right. Yeah. So so yeah. you
1: start creating value for the studio, for obviously the operator, for the studio partners, advertiser partners. There's wins in there and all of that to a consumer who is being entertained, not sold to, with this experience. And so that's where it really is a win across the
0: board. Yeah. So more of a soft sell or you know, or yeah, like, like yeah. an entertainment focused the- they're there it's because self. it's entertaining. Yeah. You're not exactly. like it slices, it dices, and yeah, and you're trying <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, trying to, yeah. you know, hit them over the head with uh, right. call now, and you know, we get an extra we set have, of knives. Uh, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It, it, right. The slicing, yeah. dicing functionality will not come until next year. On oh, our okay, platform. well, hey, you yeah. know, I'll you got something to shoot clear. for, it, Jeff. <laughs> got to push You're the, just product cool on the roadmap. <laughs> exactly there's always roadmap um, yeah and yeah. you think about that Jeff all of that and it's just a few fewer 30 second spots I mean it from a mm-hmm. from a, a marketing budget it's it's just a shift of some small piece of that piece of the promotional budget and you get all of this kind of capability. And I think really? that's why okay. we're seeing such interest.
0: Yeah. And what do you think has been like the, the magical thing that has kind of enabled all this, right? Because you know, you've, you've lived in the uh, set top world for many years, you know, you, you know how much fun the qualm world <laughs> is in terms of, yeah. uh, I mean, that's one of the reasons why ITV you know, it was such a joke because it was such a difficult environment. Yes. To, to deal with with the software and the connectivity uh, to me it kind of feels like hey once ip happened and there's like an ip connection into these devices and the app uh mm-hmm. ecosystem kind of developed that uh, you know that was kind of the, the gateway in um yes. or was it something else you know well, uh, in in you know also priorities you know where where, where they're gonna <laughs> place a priority i mean that's the other thing right. yeah. Yeah. I, I think there are a
1: couple things here at, at play jeff um, so at the end of the day, this is an app delivered from the cloud, streamed into a set-top box. So those the first three you know terms you know app, cloud, stream when we when when we started doing it those weren't terms right that wasn't how you referred it was just this weird way to get content into a set-top box. So we've been doing this, uh, and I say we. I was actually on the U-verse side running product uh, when I brought these guys in to do what was then Santa Tracker. So they have a long history, and part of their expertise in secret sauce is they can create these experiences that we're talking about, very rich, all up, down, left, right, enter. So they understand how to make an Mm. experience work with just the D-pad. With all the limitations that a fourteen-year-old set-top box puts on you, so
0: um, <laughs> very strict a, limitations. Yeah.
1: So yeah. you know, yeah. put it on a more modern uh, set-top or put it on a connected TV, and it's like easy to make that work. So yeah. the the company's secret sauce is we can do we can create those experiences in very tight. Um, limited boxes and, and yet still create something that's compelling and I, I that's not not a lot of people can do that let's say it that way and so mm-hmm. as you can imagine there's no physics that were you know invented that nobody else knows but those are pretty uh, interesting skill sets and we we can create these things dramatically faster and better than others and so it just puts us in this great place to, and it's what, Jeff, it goes back to what I said just a moment ago. <clears throat> there is a lot of usage and dollars in the pay TV world. Yes, it is declining. I'm, I'm not trying to pretend that there aren't all the issues there. However, <clears throat> if you can create interesting experiences, people watch them. And, and so that's what we're doing.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the one thing I wanted to ask you to do, right? You put on your pay TV hat, you know, you, you um, were right in the middle of um, the pay TV world back at uh Uverse and, and like you said, yeah, the pay TV business is uh, challenged, right? <laughs> and and, yeah, and yes. you mentioned, uh, hey, you know, experiences, you know, new experiences, richer experiences can help. But if you were in the pay TV business, um, again, as you're, Core product. I mean, what would you consider doing to either stop the bleeding or even stand a chance at rekindling something that even approaches subscriber growth? Because um, you know, one of the issues is you know the underlying business is kind of yeah. uh, and going yeah. through some uh, some interesting times with uh, with content. A lot of the really good stuff going to DTC yeah. and and so forth.
1: Right. So, listen. I think that you know. I'm not sure you're going to turn it into an explosive growth business. So, I'm not. -hmm. I'm not suggesting that. I'm not saying, Um,
0: yeah, yeah, make magic happen. But (laughs) (laughs) can you do a miracle, Jeff? Yes. There you go. Right, right.
1: But but I'll tell you what. I do I do believe that if you if you have uh, you know a traditional pay TV service, there is life in there. And and Mm -hmm. where I go is. If you're going to be a a real video provider, you must participate in the fast space. If you don't have a fast service offering, I don't mean carrying necessarily somebody else. You have to offer a service, and that means you have to be in the aggregation of digital space in some way, shape, or form. So your consumers don't have to leave you to go get, all of that content that's out there that is uh, delivered, ad ads supported. So I think that's the first thing. And, and I, the other thing I would say is, and I, having lived in that role, I totally understand where the product teams are. You're know, you you're moving to a new space, a streaming cert, whatever that is, it's very hard to put investment into a service that is declining. But just walking away from those services is a mistake. I mean, we've had operators where we're making mm-hmm. money.
0: And some are doing to, that.
1: Yes. No, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and, and almost, and most, many are in some form. Or, we, we've literally had operators that we had a money-making service on both sides, and they stopped it because they just wanted to, stop messing with their, you know, old service. And it just, Mm -hmm. frankly, the economics don't make a ton of sense to me. So I guess all of that is to say smart investment in those existing platforms will extend them. And no, you're not going to put a multi-billion dollar investment. But putting an ad-supported service, you know, creating, you know, digital onboarding capability. You know, those are the kinds of... have a merchandising and promotion platform, which I totally get is self-serving as I say that. Yeah. But you shouldn't walk away with the, from those services. There are dollars and viewers there that will be there a long time.
0: Okay. Well, the last thing I wanted to do was um, uh, have one final question kind of in the advertising arena, right? We've seen yeah. a lot of... Uh, Subscription video on demand services out there with uh, ad-based options, uh, with Netflix being the latest to announce, you know, what, what they're yeah. going to do here uh, coming up. So, what do you kind of make of that trend, right? I mean, you always want kind of a dual revenue stream if you can have one on subscription and I mean ad support. I mean, that's what pay TV has kind of lived on, <laughs> but uh, yeah. uh, now we're seeing it all over SVOD. But uh, you know, is that how is that uh, how is that good or bad? You know, for Zone TV, right? Because uh, ultimately, um, it, it kind of frag—you know—creates more fragments in a fragmented market. But, but to your point earlier, you know, you said you don't need to necessarily own the world in order to right. live in it.
1: Yeah. Right, right. So, I, I think it's very good for us um, if uh, Netflix, <laughs> who has sort of built, built their business obviously on SVOD, no ads. Feels the need to start to get into a lower priced ad supported um, space. There, there's a couple things in there. One, it tells me I'm sitting in the right place and it's mm-hmm. not, you know, in six months going to go away, right? That's a place where big players see they have to play. And, uh, you, you know, from a consumer perspective, if I'm paying and I have no ads, that's one thing. But if I'm paying a little bit less, now I'm still getting ads. I'm still getting breaks. That starts to feel like, uh, you know, a short hop to, well, if I'm going to take ads, I'm not, it might as well be free, which is, a, I, I hope that's where consumers go. So mm-hmm. you completely understand And we've seen why some they, of that. Yeah. yeah. We've seen
0: like yeah. a free option even with on the premium side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's D-com. right.
1: And, yeah. and. Now, what are you and what are you doing with your brand and what do consumers expect from you? Uh, You know, all of those things start to get questioned. Um, So from my perspective, it is a, you know, this is not an easy decision. I don't make those comments like, well, it's obvious they shouldn't do that. That's not my point at all. Very, very tough calls on their side. But from my little piece of the world, I think it's great. Cause it's going to drive more people to try ad supported to use. And that's where now what we have to do is have a better experience than any other free service. And that's what we're trying to do. And, you know, that's how, you know, we can, we can really win. I think.
0: Yeah. It it kind of felt like, like Netflix was kind of the, the last big like boulder in the path, you know, in in that part of the world Uh, you know, the kind of holding, holding on and now that's, that's removed. And, uh, suddenly it's, it's not, uh, uh, yeah. And considered like an issue now that, that it shouldn't be a, shouldn't be a path to take. Yeah.
1: No. And, and so not only is it, okay. So I'm seeing ads, but okay, wait, I can't get that content even though I'm willing because the rights, I mean, you know how messy that's going to be. And consumers Mm -hmm. are going to get a little, a little confused at that point. And, uh,
0: well it's gonna take we'll some time to goes. kind of yeah, kinda of iron all that out. You're right, because uh, there's part part of like I think they were saying like ten percent or something of the the library would not initially be supported right. because yeah, because of the rights, but they're gonna have to go back and and yeah. uh, fix that. And then yeah, going forward, obviously they'll cover <laughs> cover their butts on right. <laughs> every content right. deal right. going yeah. forward and it won't be an issue. But yeah, it's kind of this this uh uh, phase that they're going to have to kind of get It'll through. It'll be messy,
1: so, for yeah. sure.
0: Great. Right. So, Jeff, I think that's where we're going to end it uh, for today. You know, it was great to catch up with you. And uh, you know, thanks again. Yeah, thanks again for being on the podcast.
1: Happy to do it. Always good to chat, Jeff. Thank you.
0: Thanks.